heart and sacrificial giving for our church? Why we choose to trust that not just recovery, but expansion and flourishing are ahead for us. And then over these meals, saying again that we will put our money and our time and our effort where our trust is. So many meals throughout this past week have kept me going. And foremost among those meals is our worship gathering last Sunday morning in the park. I hope you were able to be there. You know, when we knew that we could not meet in our building last Sunday, and I, you know, don't hold me to it entirely, but I expect that we are going to be back there next week. So get on the email list and stay tuned. Uh, so last Sunday, our worship in the park, it reminded me, and I think it witnessed to many, all that there is to love about our church. Why our work together is so important. You know, so waterlogged kitchen and clothes closet or not, the work of Cafe Corazon continues. So last Sunday, Bill Miller's donated 600 breakfast tacos, and Valerie from Haven for Hope found some winter clothes to distribute. And we brewed coffee, and we served a couple hundred hungry people on the sidewalk, just like they did. Pastor Gavin was there this morning. The mayor and our city councilmen and the bishop and friends like Mehmet Oguz from the Turkish Muslim community, they all showed up. And they served alongside folks from all walks of life, young and old, and from churches and from colleges and from corporations. And then, together in the park, we had this great time of singing and of encouragement and remembering our part in God's story. We were right out there in the park, where to any passers-by who didn't make the connection with the huge cranes on Navarro Street, they must have wondered, who are these people in the park? What is it that is bringing together all these people clearly from different walks of life, differently abled but carrying folding chairs, openly wrestling with mental health struggles or addiction, dancing and singing in the midst of tragedy and crisis? And then, this time, it all culminates around a communion table, folding table last week. Last week, Pastor Valerie at the table reminded us with the bishop that we are connected even with people with whom we sometimes disagree strongly. And yet, we remain family, united in Christ, and showing up to share God's radical, unconditional love and justice for one another and for the world. Our weekly prayer at communion asks that God would take these ordinary things, bread and cup and time together, and make them something extraordinary. The very presence of Christ in our midst. The one who makes us one, one body together in him to embody and extend God's love. As we say each week, strength for our journey and joy for our souls. I needed that communion meal this week. And with the help of the body of Christ, that meal has continued to sustain me. And I thank you. You know, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, I love the 
nativity story, they're always singing. But the rest of the Gospel of Luke, they're always eating. <laughs> Jesus is always in Luke eating or going to or from a meal, or he's dealing with pushback about how he doesn't fast or who it is that he's eating with. And, you know, I think often we forget that the famous Luke 15 parables of the lost sheep and the coin and two sons, that's all, Jesus, those parables are Jesus' response to this allegation that he's welcoming and eating with sinners. All in all, in these 24 chapters in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus shares 10 meals with people. And so, in our new sermon series over these next few weeks, uh, we're going to be looking at some of those meals in this sermon series that uh, you can see in your bulletin. We're calling Gathered, Blessed, Broken, and Shared. We'll see it next week, those, those words in the feeding of the 5,000. When we look at that passage next week, we'll see this foursome of verbs, gathered or, or taken, blessed or gave thanks, broken, shared or given. These four words are repeated at several key meals, including the Last Supper that was really, for us, the First Supper. The meal that we remember and rehearse every week in communion. You know, so gathered, blessed, broken, shared. The elements of bread and juice are gathered, blessed, broken, and shared for many. And you know what? So are we. So are we. Jesus summons us, gives us new identity and healing and purpose. And we see that we can safely share our vulnerabilities, be broken together. We can see that God can even work through our common need and brokenness. And then, finally, we get sent out, shared, to be a blessing. And then, if you see the graphic on your, uh, on your pledge card, or I think in the bulletin, um, then you see the cycle repeats. And it wobbles. <laughs> And it multiplies so that our God-given gifts become the occasion to, be, to gather others in who in turn receive and share God's transforming grace. So in this passage in Luke chapter 5, Jesus has started calling the disciples to follow him. And he comes to this unlikely recruit. Levi is a tax collector, which means he works for the hated Roman occupiers. He was like a, a pay lender or loan shark is taking advantage of his fellow Jewish people with extortion and corruption. He was considered unclean as a traitor working for Rome and also as just being ritually impure. Someone who was dealing all the time with dirty money, blood money. Levi took advantage of the system to not only support Caesar, but to give himself a leg up. So Levi had no religious qualifications to be any kind of disciple, let alone a good disciple. <laughs> he had no popularity, no virtue. You would think that having a guy like this on your team would be a liability rather than a help if you were trying to build a populist movement. And yet, for no reason other than that, uh, no reason about who Levi is except for God's grace, which is for each and every one. <laughs> Maybe to prove that even a corrupt traitor like Levi could be as poor part of God's new family and the reign that Jesus came to announce and to build. Jesus calls one like Levi. Jesus comes 
to this symbol of slavery and domination, the tax booth. And Jesus calls Levi, simply follow me. Just like he had just called some fishermen out of their nets. Like Peter and James and John, Levi gets up and he left everything, it says, and followed Jesus. So Jesus' invitation came first, and that changed everything. Even changed Levi's name. He's the apostle called Matthew, formerly known as Levi. But the invitation doesn't stop with Jesus. Levi goes on and invites Jesus over for this great banquet with all his tax collector friends. And that scandalizes the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Why, they ask, why does Jesus and his followers eat and drink with tax collectors and other unclean sinners? So, as he often does, Jesus overhears the question. And he says simply, it's not healthy people who need a doctor, but the sick. I'm not here to call righteous people, but to summon needy sinners who change their hearts and their minds and their lives, who turn around their lives with this fresh start called repentance. You know, Luke has a very similar call story involving a meal with a tax collector named Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19. Zach wasn't just a short guy climbing a tree, uh, like the song you may know. He was a social climber. He was trying to climb the economic ladder to be over everyone. So you know the story of the kid's song, but it, you know, do you know, do you remember the end of the story where Jesus invites himself over to Zacchaeus' house for a party? He invites himself. Pretty bold. Especially with someone, uh, Jesus was lower class than, than Zacchaeus. You know, what the kids don't sing or have hand motions about is how everyone complains Jesus is the guest of a sinner like Zacchaeus. And we forget what else Zacchaeus does. His repentance, his response to the gift of Jesus' summons, his repentance is economic. It's financial. In gratitude, Zacchaeus says, I'm going to give half my wealth to the poor. And I'm going to pay back everyone who I defrauded four times as much. So effectively, he has quit being a shill for Rome. He's stopped climbing the ladder. He's gotten out of that rat race. And he said, I'm going to be a part of God's great new revolution. God's great redistribution strategy. And Jesus then says at the end of Zacchaeus, today, in the midst of this tax collector party, he says, today, salvation has come to this house. You see, I came, he says, to seek and to save the lost. Friends, Jesus is here to summon, to gather, to heal, and rescue the lost and the sick. So the church should be the gathering of people who know that we don't have it all together. But the people who are learning and sharing the good news, that the fact that we don't have it all together is not the end of the story. We get to share that God loves us and can give us a fresh start and new purpose. Not because of our qualifications, but simply because God wants to be with you and with me. And God can't imagine having the banquet party without you, without us. So, friends, we don't have to put up a front or a mask with each other and somehow pretend that it's all good because we know that we're the fellowship of the sick, not the well. We're the ones of the margins and not 
not the center. We are the lost and not the found. What's being found? We trust that all of this, sick, marginalized, lost, all of it is changing because we're at this meal with Jesus. Where Jesus is feeding the hungry and healing the sick and gathering the homeless, those without family. So before, friends, we were hosts of any meal, we were God's beloved guests. We were invited to Jesus' party. So what keeps you going when times get hard? You know, a meal goes a long way, as does a bath. Today we're remembering that we are part of something much bigger than the community and the place and time that we generally see. Today we see how we're all on the guest list. Today when we baptize maybe Oliver and Chaz and Dante and Mary Jo as members, we remember how we too have been summoned through the waters of destruction and into the waters of life. We remember how we come pre-loved, not for what we do, because what baby has earned their baptism, but instead because God is in the rescue and restoration and recovery business. How we remember how on All Saints Sunday and every Sunday that the table extends beyond the grave, that we believe in the communion of saints. We know those who went before us weren't primarily building a building. They were responding to God's invitation. They were extending that invitation to build more than a building, to build a community. And so this meal that we share every week with folks living and dead and similar to us and not in this bath, where we all admit both our common need and our common healing, all of it reminds us of God's word to us you are not alone. So friends, our job, what we get to do, is to invite more people to the table and the bath where they can hear that and live it. You know, we can't stop with gathered. We can't stop with just being invited and gathered. We have to go on to being blessed, to be thanked, broken, shared. We're going to talk about that in these coming weeks. But one way that we can extend this banquet to more hungry people is we can give financially. So I invite you in your, in your bulletin, we'll talk about this more in the coming weeks, but in your bulletin, uh, you know, if, if you're a committed part of our community, we need everybody's gifts and voice in lots of different ways. But I invite you to prayerfully consider the pledge card that, that you have there. You can turn it in any time between now and a big celebration meal that we're going to have together on November 24th. We're also going to have a way that you can share your commitment online. Uh, the stewardship team has been working hard and wants us all to consider automatically recurring giving, so you don't have to remember it. You can check that on our, on our um, member cards uh, that we give uh, electronically. But um, you can consider automatically recurring giving, your legacy gifts. You know, you can text to give uh, for Travis Park Church and more. I encourage you on social media, I think, to be sharing about, uh, we have GoFundMe and TravisPark.org slash donate has a, a dedicated uh, recovery fund um, that can help with the expenses of, of our recovery with the building. Share that with friends who are praying and thinking about us. There are so many ways that we can give. We find joy and purpose in throwing this party that honors Jesus and welcomes everyone. And I, friends, am so glad to get to be part of that with you. 
here wherever we are. Jesus is here to heal the sick and feed the hungry and rescue the lost. And so I think the question for us is how can I, how can we be about this great banquet that's for me but not only for me, the banquet that's meant for the whole world? Let's pray. God, we make uh, our song, our prayer, O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, day and glory shine, yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Alleluia. And when the strife is fierce and the warfare long, steals on the ear that distant triumph song, and hearts are brave again and arms are strong. Alleluia. God, thank you for loving and calling us. Help us to keep responding to your grace, giving our gifts to throw you a party. A party that's not just for you, but for all the outcasts and hurting and hungry folks who you love. God, may we find life by getting in trouble for the company that you keep. Whenever it is that we're tempted to build a wildlife club for the healthy and righteous ones. Church, our prayers continue. At this time, we will collect prayer requests as we always do. Uh, these prayers don't stop. They didn't stop this morning. We collected prayers of our Corazon friends that we always collect and give over to Erica. Who, is she here? Susan. Every week, she collects these and writes them down to make sure that we can say them at our Corazon prayer circle and all throughout the week with our staff. Friends who pray. Prayer does not stop. So at this time, you can come uh, bring your prayer request before me. You can give me a hug, a handshake, and we'll do what you always do, and that is pray together. Mm -hmm. 
we had a big to do, that we were closing it down, that it was time to move on. Well, God had 